da 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 You sound insane. Do you realize that? Oh, yeah. The whole world got crazy. Are you seriously? It's showtime. What up, ma'am fam? It's yo, yeah, boy. Big RBZ here in the Mad About Movies. Is this a VIP HQ. lounger? We're in the this HQ. Is, this is a, a main feed. Oh, then we're on the main feed. Okay, so we're with the whole man fam, not just the VIP. It is hot in here. It's crowded. You know, it's not the exclusivity of the VIP right. room, but that's okay. I'm here with my ombres. You've got Kent Garrison. Yo, yeah, Brian yo. Gill, you're both wearing hats. I'm Hello. I feel like I didn't get the hat. It's the downside of... You can put on that Rough Riders hat if you want. <laughs> the downside of the VIP and you know our strict satin-only policy <laughs> is it gets really hot. And yeah, it, it is. Satin doesn't go over well with It's not a breathable fabric. We, we've learned it's that. It's not breathable not at, at all. all. <laughs> it's not breathable. Keep uh, having to replace the underarms on this thing. <laughs> <laughs> I keep having to replace the mouth hole on my mask. Um, but <laughs> mouth hole... <laughs> It's the VIP. It was the VIP. machine mask. It's just like eyes wide shut. Yeah, it's just that kind of that kind of. That's VIP. what I picture the VIP going. Yeah. It's you're just walking around. You're not the touching anyone. You're collection. Just, you're just observing. Uh, yeah. But no, we're here. <laughs> we're here on the main fee. We're talking Wabowski, mm, a twenty-year-old movie. Wow, uh, and a fantastic movie, and mm. one of the best. I probably one of the funniest movies ever made. I'm excited to talk about it with you guys. Oh, it's we've just done your opinion, man. What, uh, what's your? Uh, we've what Cohen's have we've done? We've done Hail Caesar, No Country, No Country, Hail Raising Caesar. Arizona, Raising Arizona. Um, did we? We haven't done Fargo. That's not, a, that's your favorite movie. Not as a yeah. as a podcast. We've talked okay. about it at length, but not so officially three, for an episode. I don't think we've done anymore. I think that's it. I think that might be it. So okay. This will be number four. Suburbicon. No, Suburbicon. That's, as a writing. Yeah, as a writing. We've done Unbroken, too. Angelina yeah. Jolie. Yeah, they should direct their own work. Yeah. Um, or just keep writing. No, we did Inside Llewyn Davis as well. We did do Inside Llewyn Davis. We yeah, did. So we, they, the early these days. might be the Gosh, directors we've done the, the most, right? It's got to be up there. The, the uh, I would say it's up there, yeah. Louis Lettier, we've done most of his films. So. Yeah. Sadly, <laughs> definitely the director we've mentioned the most uh-huh. is Louis Lettier. Yeah. For good reason. I need a Venn diagram of that. I need the spin. Perhaps a bar graph. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, we're here talking Bowski. Uh, gosh, such a classic movie. Such a uh, Some such iconic performances. Such great screenwriting. Um, such an interesting, kind of interesting visual movie, too. Mm-hmm. It's just a perfect, perfect little movie. Roger Deakins. Uh, yeah, it is. It's Roger Deakins all up in that. So, um, let's talk about it. We'll start with, uh, let's start with Brian Ooh. about your, uh, your influence, or your introduction, rather, to uh, Lebowski and it kind of in its relation to other Cones brother because you were a big Raising Arizona fan yeah, early yeah. so like when you saw this what you thought immediately what you think now kind of grand thoughts so Raising Arizona which we did a throwback on mm-hmm. last year uh, is was my favorite might still be my favorite just from a yeah I watched it so many times growing up and then I didn't watch another Coen Brothers movie. But I saw Fargo, and I'd seen Hudsucker Proxy. For some reason, I had like a high school business class where we watched Hudsucker Proxy okay. like four or five times. Shout out to public schools. <laughs> um, we just had Stand and Deliver at our <laughs> Yeah, It's yeah. literally the only movie they had. I'm not totally sure that I had seen another, that I'd really dug into the Coens until... I'm looking through... Intolerable Cruelty. That's what yeah, sold you. yeah. Paris Digit Lady, uh, Lady Killers was a thing. It, it was probably <laughs> the best Marlon Wayne's Coen Brothers film. Probably somewhere 
late college, early okay. out of college. Um, because I didn't Fargo the first time around, I didn't get it. And I've n- since been in theaters where I was the one who got it and everyone else around me didn't get it. Mm-hmm. And Coen Brothers, Inside Lewin Davis is a prime example of that where there was only like 10 Hail people. Hail Caesar for me. Hail Caesar, same mm-hmm. thing, where the theater was mostly empty and I was cackling and everyone, people were literally turning around and looking at me like, what's the matter with yeah. this person? Because they just didn't get it. I didn't get Fargo the first time I saw it. And that kind of turned me on, okay, maybe I'm just not, uh, sure. I'm not into this. So I somewhere between... I don't know, 2004 and, and No Country for Old Men, I started going back and watching all of these and and got it. Lebowski, I think, is maybe the most rewatchable of all of their movies, and yet I've only seen it three or four times. Yeah. Strangely. I don't – I was saying this before we started recording. I don't rewatch their movies frequently, besides Raising Arizona, which I'd seen a whole bunch of times in uh, middle school and high school and stuff. I, I, I don't rewatch them – and it's kind of a conscious decision because their movies are so unique and right. different and stylized. And I kind of just don't ever want that to – I don't want to ever lose the unpredictability sure. of feeling like I'm watching. So watching Lebowski this last week uh, was – it was almost like having – re-seeing the movie for the first time. It just – and, really? and approaching it from this is the first time I've ever watched it from a critical standpoint as well. And that, that is different. If, yeah. At least for me, I feel like there's a big difference in my watching. Like when you saw Grown Ups 2, <laughs> just watching it, you loved right. it. And then yeah. when you actually started nitpicking it. Exactly. Like, like, and when I looked at it from, uh, with my critics hat on, uh, it really changed. I, how I, I don't want to like be a jerk and I, you know, I love you as a friend, but it's kind of, kind of a, you, it, it's kind of blowhardy, man, that you wear your critic's hat when you oh, go to look, these screens that says, I'm just, a critic. Yeah, I've, I need everybody to know. I always make sure I go in, <laughs> just a little inside baseball here. I go in um, as soon as the theater opens for the day, not even that screening, mm-hmm. but for the day, and I uh, I drape a reserved seat, uh, <laughs> satin, satin banner yeah, over satin whatever, only. whatever seat I'm going to sit in, and uh, I yeah. am... I, I come back periodically through the day, to, even if, again, if it's not the screening I'm going to, to make sure that nobody has sat there. I don't want it to be uh, sullied in any way. I understand, and I'm really, <laughs> I'm really enjoying the satin. <laughs> we're just, we're just yeah, this, is our, this is 2018's bit. We're uh, swimming in that just, satin money. We're just going to keep it coming. Uh, we're man, rich. This, this, the, <laughs> the satin, satin pack is... <laughs> Cotton's gotten <laughs> way too much pack. pub lately. It's just really... The satin needs to make a comeback. It's just satin's <laughs> Unreal for America so, uh, and the troops. So anyway, I, I I think this would I would guess this was the third time I've seen the movie, um, and it, it is it is so incredibly enjoyable and fun. And I I've always known that it's not like it was a surprise to me that oh Lebowski's a good movie, but um, watching this time around was even uh, I don't know was even more of a treat it's than, so than the last time that I, that I'd seen it. I think. So that's where that's where I'm at. I loved it. Um, I've always loved it, but I super super loved it this time around. And there's just there are just so many jokes and so yes. many bits, and the whole thing um, is is just uh, is it's paced beautifully. It uh, it has it really, really the music's great. The characters are great. The acting is incredible. Um, even down to I love when a movie. 
when like the twelfth person in the movie is like Peter Stromare and yeah. it's great, yeah. you know, and stuff like it. Just it's a it's a it's Sam a Elliott, such a, yeah, yeah. It's, it's just so strong on that front from a casting mm-hmm. standpoint. And then you just add in the the insanity that is the Coens, uh, and I mean that obviously in, in a very good way. Mm-hmm. It's it's this is it's such a treat. It's such a treat. This is back before. This is just a Joel Cohen director because they couldn't. This is before the DSA would let you put two names right. in a movie, which is always they used to alternate <laughs> kind of. Um, yeah, this is. Kent, what about you? I'll, I'll say yeah. my thoughts. You, you give you give your intro to the film. Yeah, unlike Brian, I I rewatch this a lot. Yeah, I watch too. this probably two or three times a year. Same. Just like random Saturday, nothing else to watch. I'm gonna. I'm, I'm doing doing my dishes or whatever it is, you know, cleaning up, doing laundry, and I'll just have this on. It's extremely enjoyable. It, it I almost, I honestly, I get a fresh take on it every time I do. I notice something different every time I watch it. Something new makes me laugh every single time I watch it. Yeah, which is which is always fun. I think this is probably the most. I don't know. Fargo's great, but this might be the most well written Coen Brothers movie in terms yes. of dialogue. Yes, um, it's. Am- I mean, the amazing. amount. Right. If you ever I love read, that the dude. Bowling shoes, Sockwest, by the way. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. 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 I, I love, um, if you've ever read the screenplay to it, it's so detailed in the, <laughs> in the dialogue. I mean, the, the lines of the dude that it's, there's one where he's just like, yeah, well, that's uh, just like uh, your opinion, man. <laughs> like, even in the screenplay, it has yeah. every uh and like and pause. Right. It was all, and Jeff Bridges will even say it. It's like, man, you were so great as a dude. He's like, man, that script. Like, all I did was literally read the page. Yep. They, they wrote the character so well. That's what I really look. love about it. And the one take dialogue scenes here, too, because you'll notice yeah. the first big one of the scene of the movie where you meet Walter and unchecked aggression here, and that, that rug really <laughs> tied the room together. Most of it is all in one take, and, yeah. and they're just going back and forth. They're talking over each other. Yeah. It's very naturalistic. And uh, I, I think I get that. More in this than any any other yeah. Coen Brothers movie, the fact that the, this feels like a documentary in a way, oddly, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. It feels so much more real for some reason, and that's just because of how detailed <laughs> the characters are. And Walter Spit, Walter with, with Vietnam, is such a so Jack, uh, Vietnam and his whole thing with the dog and yeah, um, Paul Marie. <laughs> <laughs> the ringer is great. Yeah. The the, the, the whites, dude. Dirty underwear. <laughs> what is this, man? It's my dirty underwear. The whites. <laughs> that made me laugh so hard last time. Phil Seymour often. Yeah. But I, I, I do. I, re- I revisit this, this a lot. <laughs> it's the best Terry Reid movie, for sure. I think we can say that. Sharknado 4. <laughs> and I think it's just how random it is. because yeah. nothing, was so good in this. There's nothing it's really about in yes. terms of... It's Seinfeldian. Oh, oh yeah, it's Seinfeldian and, and other, you know, the Fargo's about, you know, Burger for Hire. And this is sort of just about a guy that fits right in there, man. Mm-hmm. He it's just, a Raven- just the, t- the time and place were perfect for him. You know, yeah, that's, it's, it's a dude. It's and it's what's so great about it is it's a hard boiled noir. Yeah, Raymond Chandler. Raymond yeah. Chandler, <laughs> you know, movie, and then they just substitute the yeah. private dick for a stoner, right? And they make it set in 1992, and right. it's just like <laughs> yeah. it's just like just that little everything else around it. It's just a yeah classic kind of noir film, but then it's just these three idiots: Gosh. the dude, Walter, and Donnie, and then you know it just takes it on a totally different. Uh, so I guess he was kind of open racially, or uh, <laughs> 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 no? They're not literally his kids. Um, 
Yeah, it's it's uh, it's it's in the way it all pieces together. The story is actually really it's a cool little mystery. Yeah. You guys, you kind of figure it out. Uh, yeah. So for me, this movie was always around. My mom's friends love this movie, and then my mom could, didn't get it at first. So they used to constantly taunt her <laughs> and say they pissed on your rug, <laughs> or the rug really tied the room together. It really tied the room together. And my mom was like, oh, I hate that movie. And then she finally got, but then so, so I was like aware of it right when it came out. And then I saw it probably, probably mid high school. So like oh two oh three, so like five years after it came out. And then saw it again, like late high school and then started watching it pretty much weekly for about five years. <laughs> uh, my buddy Corey and I lo- love this movie. We used to always watch it together. Producer Steven loves this movie. Um, it's just. I don't it's, know anybody that doesn't. It's so like funny. This movie at I, least, it's you know? so funny. It's probably my most. This or Wayne's World are probably the movies I quote uh, the most, and it's it's really, really, really smart. Um, yeah, you know, in in the you know the characters are stupid, but they're saying kind of smart things accidentally. Um, you know, say what you want about the tenets of National Socialism, dude, but at least it had an ethos. You know, it's such a funny, <laughs> such a funny line. They're nihilists. Don't worry, Donnie. These um, men are cowards. <laughs> <laughs> and I was telling you guys earlier, the funniest thing to me about this movie, and I always love this, um, it, it's, it's the high fidelity thing where you, you know, you hear Jack Black talk the whole time about he's got this band, and then at the end, he's actually really good. Yeah. And you think there's no way that's going to happen. This yeah. movie with Walter, he has all this military talk. And he's like this tough guy and blah, blah, blah. And you, you just don't believe him. You think he's a buffoon the you whole think he's a time. Boom. Yeah. And then when push comes to shove and things actually have to get violent, he just wrecks uh-huh. like five guys. Yeah. And he was not all talk at all. That's so fun. That's the easy way out is to just keep him yeah. silly. But it's like way funnier that he's like, oh, no, he's like terrifying. Mm-hmm. He bites a guy's ear off. He does that one thing with the bowling ball where he just yeah, <laughs> yeah. Rest smashes the, the dude's sternum. Yeah, and, uh, <laughs> like he's awesome. So great. Whatever he he uh, they had the ringer and they're going to drop it off and he just bails out of the car with the Uzi <laughs> and the Uzi he like starts just spinning around everywhere. and firing everywhere. That, he's clearly like broken his leg. Yeah, and they wreck the car. That's and, very raising Arizona and, 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 in that scene. And too. then they he's like, "F it, dude, let's go bowling." Immediately cuts to him with a cig in his mouth, <laughs> yeah. like bowling. And, uh, you know, nothing's ever made smoking cigarettes and bowling alleys (laughs) in in those little plastic (laughs) Miller light cups more appealing than this. Roger Deakins can literally make anything look awesome. It's, and these are losers. I mean, they have these terrible apartments. They hang out the bowling alley all the time. And like, like, and uh, they're the coolest people you've ever seen in your life. They're leaving the bowling alley in that same scene, and it's the whole, they're going to kill that poor woman. Yeah. That whole thing. And Donnie goes, Oh yeah, have that go. And he goes, not bad. <laughs> Dude, dude's, dude's car got a little wrecked up, but other than that, not bad. It's completely failed the entire. Mission. <laughs> oh yeah, how'd that go? Uh, also, subtly famous is uh, subtly funny is when he when he's like, put the piece away. They're calling the cops, man. The whole market zero thing, and they're yeah. leaving, and the cops are like storming the place. Right, yeah. It's never mentioned. It's just like yeah. in the background as they're sitting in the car with the calmer you yeah. are. That whole back and forth. <laughs> Is uh, so, oh. and the, you see the cops like running in. Yes, and he plays bowls and combat boots too, which is yeah. also awesome. Yeah. <laughs> he wears shorts, cargo shorts, and combat boots. Every you, scene. you brought the dog bowling. I didn't bring it bowling. I'm not buying Buy it it a beer. beer. I'm not renting it effing shoes. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, I love it so much. They they could have uh, set the entire movie in the bowling alley, and it would have been funny without yeah. this whole uh, paper, uh, yeah. the Shomer mystery Chavez. aspect of it. And I don't know what it is about the Coens and doing movies about murders and briefcases full of money, but they're three <laughs> best movies. This one, Fargo, and No Country. Yeah. They're all centrally revolved around that one idea. Yeah, Bunny. And, uh, is there an ATM around here? Or is there a cash machine? <laughs> I'm just going to go to a cash machine. <laughs> is there a cash machine around here? <laughs> Um, <laughs> I love that. Gosh. Yeah, he uh, he, and and Jeff Bridges is not. This is not a role you would. Now, of course, you do. He sort of is that. Yeah. Um, Wouldn't have expected it in 1998. But 1998. This is like the Arlington see. Road era of his career. Yeah. And he's doing this. By the way, yeah. the Bridges brothers, both of them, they grow hair <laughs> in. They can grow a mane. They can go yeah. from a shaved head to a mane in like three months. Yeah. They're incredible. Their hair growth is so crazy. Basically, Samson. Yeah. <laughs> and gosh, yeah. Philip Seymour Hoffman as Corey. He's so in this. funny in this, man. Like the, the straight laced, like super straight laced guy. Ugh. Makes me sad. Gosh. He's great. I know. He was great. Um, yeah, no, this cast is unbelievable. I mean, you have, honestly, three of. Uh, 15 of the great American actors in this of their era, or probably four. I mean, Buscemi is unbelievable. John Goodman's, you know, Jeff Bridges. I mean, there's a lot of Oscar nominations on, yeah. on the, for a silly little movie like this. A lot of Oscar Fulcrum. nominations, a lot of AT and, and, a, and American Treasure potential. Yeah. Too. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Sam Elliott's fantastic. Yeah. I love the Sam Elliott narration. Me too. That was something I didn't, I don't think I really understood. I didn't get the first time through. And uh, on second and third watch, was just like he's man, basically God. Yeah, yeah. And, it, it just, and it kills. Two days of shooting too. To, <laughs> Didn't bite a beer. Sarsaparilla. Yeah, <laughs> uh, is the most Sam Elliott thing to ever say. I feel like, but yeah, but the, the whole approach to of Sam Elliott saying, "Hey, the uh, wish you wouldn't cuss so much," or whatever yeah. he says, is 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 strong. Is a fun little, yep. very Cohen aside to kind of like shroud that character misery. I love when he's at the Treehorn Lodge and he uh he does the the pencil over what the guy just wrote down and it's just an inappropriate picture. It's like what? <laughs> <laughs> just that's so stupid. Right. I love when he uh when uh oh you're you're absolutely Smokey. right. Smokey Smokey is great too. Um they're when they're sitting at the bowling alley and there's that wide static wide of them all sitting at the bar three in a row, you know? Yeah. It's the dude and Donnie uh, and uh, Walter, mm-hmm. Donnie's sitting between them, and I love that uh, Donnie's drinking Diet Orange Slice. Like, that's just yes. the most random yes. thing. He's like, gosh, I'm going to go get a drink? All right, I'll have a Diet Orange <laughs> Slice. Uh, that sounds good. Uh, there's a, such a funny culture with bowling, too. That yes. Kind of comments yeah, on and they, they like, and you're exactly, they the, comment on it without commenting yeah, on it, which it, I think it's is not brilliant. God, yeah. it's not. Yeah. And it's funny because this whole story about this murder and this mur- million dollar ransom and everything, it's like, well, what if it's during league play? Yeah. I told him if it was yeah. during league play that uh, <laughs> that's called that. Like, that's yeah. first priority is like, well, what yeah. if it's during a tournament? Yeah. Yeah. And that's why he pulls the gun on the guy because yeah. he's like, it's like, it, mark like, it down. He's like, it's tournament play, man. I'm not messing around yeah. here. It's like, <laughs> yeah. This game uh, this matters. Put the piece yeah. down. They're calling the Yeah, cops. that he won't play on the high holidays and stuff. Uh-huh. It's pretty. I never play on shopping. <laughs> oh, um, I never roll. I never drive. I never ride in a car. <laughs> <laughs> this is all. Yeah, here's your part. Or the cops. She's going to kill that poor woman. <laughs> um, also, uh, Donnie. Hilarious. Yeah, man. Yeah. What what is that guy 
have to do with anything <laughs> other than, you just know, he dies boy. at the end, yeah. right? He's just the whipping boy. And it, and a comment, <laughs> I think, whether intentionally or not, it's easy to take it this way that because in Fargo, he never shuts his mouth. And yeah. in this movie, literally all he's ever told to do is shut the F up, which yeah. is just pretty hilarious. I mean, just every word that comes out of Walter Schilbeck's mouth is yeah. perfect. <laughs> I think so, too. This is his, you know, John Goodman loves this movie. He watched, he says, he, if this is on, he's like, I don't, I forget it's me in it. This is my favorite movie. <laughs> like, yeah. he just, he's yeah. like really into it. Yeah, cops running. Cops <laughs> and they're just chilling in the car. Yeah. I think it's their best movie, their best script from a dialogue standpoint, oh, for yeah. sure. And that they're, and it's I all think silly. This, That's yeah, what's exactly. so funny about it. It's, it's them having fun. It's ridiculous, but it's, but it works so well. I love that he calls the ferret a marmot. I don't know why, <laughs> but that. All every, all every time I've watched this, that it's what is this marmot, and then the ferret's just in his bathtub going yeah. to town. I think is hilarious. I think so too. Um, also, the fact when they have a the deal with the homework and bringing the homework to the iron lung kid, and uh, <laughs> this is what happens. <laughs> you see what happens, Larry? I love that Richard Nixon bowling picture Nixon, so much. Yes. I want that so. Much. I like I like that and. Um, Speaking of the scene where the dude's in his house, um, his guy comes over to say, hey, come to my play. Also, slip the rent into the door, whatever <laughs> right, you yeah. can. It's the tent. He's like, all right, man. Um, and then they end up going to the play later on. Yeah. And they show up, and there's four people there. Walter walks in. He's wearing – he's completely <laughs> suit and tie. <laughs> Never mentions it at all. And then they go to the kid's house, and he's uh, – Oh, God. Is this your homework, Larry? Is this your homework? We know it's his homework. Um, God, there's so many. Like, just the fact that he drinks white Russians is funny. Yeah. The opening scene where he's paying 67 cents for some half and half at Ralph's just yep. so he can make his white Russian is good, too. Um, the fact that Jeff Bridges wears his own clothes for pretty much half yeah. the movie, too, the, is funny. Including the jellies. Yeah. Um, what else? Chinaman is not the issue here. And, dude. Asian American, please. Not the preferred nomenclature here, dude. <laughs> we haven't even we've gone this we have we've gone this far. Haven't even mentioned the Jesus. Yeah, I know, yeah. Good grief. <laughs> yeah, such a small role. I know. You know, and not really. And you don't to, like you kind of. They were going to do a spinoff it. movie. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's like a if you would have been a hard sell. If you've never seen Lebowski <laughs> and you were just kind of aware of it culturally, you would think that that he's at least like the third lead in the movie, John Turturro. And instead he's in the movie twice, basically yep. very short sequences, but they're, uh, they're very memorable. So yeah, no, it's, uh, <laughs> this weird yoga. So stuff he does. I, I, I thought it was really funny <laughs> that <laughs> in the, like, at, <laughs> so, funny. so stupid as they're, uh, preparing to, sh- you know, to start each scene, bridges would ask, Joel or Ethan or did both. he burn? Like, did he bur- Did I burn one on the way over? <laughs> yes, and then he would just dig his knuckles into his hands to make into <laughs> his eyes to make him all br- bloodshed when, and stuff, when, and uh, just bring a little bit different. When Rich Lebowski invites him over and he's telling him about Bunny and the ransom, it's like, mind if I do a J? Kills me. He just pulls Gosh. it out of his ear. It's so <laughs> like, funny. Yeah, Richard, you're right. Like the the, I think what makes this movie. So I think it's almost like this is this is two movies. If you made this, if the Coens made a Raymond Chandler noir classic and made it like that, made it straight, it would still be really interesting and really probably very good. And if they made a full on just stoner movie where the guy gets caught in something weird, 
that also would be great. And to combine those two things together, you just, would never think it's to just it's brilliant. So Gosh, it's brilliant. Yeah. It's also funny that the dude is never seen bowling in the entire movie. <laughs> right. Except the dream sequence. Yeah. yeah. He's never, uh, yeah. he's so into bowling, but we never actually see him bowl. Yeah. Those dream sequences are super memorable too. They're so weird. And, and that you watch this movie and it's like, did Roger Deakins really need to do this movie? Probably not. We probably could have gotten so awesome anybody, but it's awesome that he did. <laughs> and then you get into those, those dream sequences and, and they're so different and weird yep. and out there and visually stunning. And that's, again, that's kind of where you're like, and there's, there's the Deacon. There's what we needed. Right. For, that's there's why we needed him for this. It was before he was kind I of can Roger, get you Deacons, Roger Deacon. Believe me, there are ways, dude. <laughs> Don't be fatuitous, Jeffrey. We can talk about Julianne Moore too. Mother to all of us, she's great in this. Yeah, I, I would say I love Maude. That whole plot line is probably the oh, one that works least for me. Oh, I think Maude, it's so funny. The Maude I'm, Lebowski. I'm, actually, I'm on Team Cam with that one. That one's the, that's the, I, that, that movie could not have any of that in this, and I yeah, would still I'll be fine with it. Still be fine with it. I think it's hilarious because the, then the it throws in the more mystery because then she's kind of in on it because she's the real rightful heir, right. the daughter. Sure. I understand, but I just every time it comes up, I'm just like, "All right, next scene." I don't know, and I love Julian that is Moore. how I paint, though. <laughs> I love the guy comes out on a zip line. <laughs> it's just so. <laughs> I don't know. I think that I ride for that scene. I'll stick with my. I'll stick to my guns on that. Uh, <laughs> has the world whole world gone crazy? Am I the only one here that cares about the rule market zero? <laughs> it's a tournament game, dude. <laughs> um. They wanted uh, uh, this not to have a very stylized look. I'm reading uh, Brian in terms mm -hmm. of Roger Deakins, right? Except it was very for, subtle, right? Except very for those dreams, subtly well shot, really, and yeah. stuff like this. Yeah, yeah, and the B-roll stuff, like the all the close-ups of the bowling and the slow mo, the detail of all the drinks and everything. I think that stuff works very well. Mm -hmm. um, and that's what Roger Deakins is. love. The one p painted fingernail, yes, on the, the Jesus. weird cocaine nail. Yeah, so. wearing all purple jumpsuit. Too. Yeah, <laughs> it's great. Uh, this movie is known for probably the dude's most famous line is, I hate the effing Eagles, man. Yeah. <laughs> I've had a really rough day and I hate the Eagles. And that they played the, the Spanish else, version of yeah. Hotel California. It's during, so funny. Is it funny? So, that um, they were going to use a, a Rolling Stone song in this movie and they were like, all right, yeah, I'll be 200,000 to license it. But they actually read the script beforehand and saw that line about the Eagles, and then they waived the fee because they thought that was such a great line. And Listen, apparently, man. Jeff Bridges said that he met Glenn Fry, and that yeah. Glenn Fry was like legitimately he upset about this. About like, that's that, not surprising. Not that surprising. people, and I like the Eagles. Yeah, but as not people, surprising. not the most fun. No, they're horrible people. Yeah. Everyone knows that. Uh, <laughs> condolences to the Wilson family. <laughs> <laughs> You're right, Daniel. Coach. <laughs> But our sincere, thoughtful yeah, condolences, sincere. thoughts and prayers. <laughs> Hashtag. Um, we have the look on Walter's face with the Jesus is so good. I know. They're all kind of scared of him, but he's yeah, just he's not just like, at all. Uh, with this turd. Yeah. Oh. Brilliant. Gosh. Okay. Well. He had to go door to door. <laughs> Eight-year-olds, dude. You, so the reputation for this movie is... Maybe the biggest cult classic of our... Yeah, have, have either of y'all ever been to one of the shows? No, I'd love no. to. We should Alamo that does that like every year. I feel like, like it would be super a... obnoxious. I Probably, think so, too. But... This, this is one of those things, too, uh, unfortunately. <laughs> love the movie. One of my favorite movies ever. Uh, and the, the humbling of Jesus is so funny here, too. Um, 
<laughs> and uh, but uh, I kind of hate Lebowski fans. Sure. Yeah, okay. Annoying. It's yeah. like there's a certain. I'm trying to think of a music or something comp. Like I love the art itself, but the people who will love that art. <laughs> LMFAO. Yeah. The IC- LMFAO ICP. heads are the worst. <laughs> ICP Gosh. is great music for the jugglers. <laughs> See, I'm the opposite. We can all agree that their music's awesome, but I guess it didn't have the culture around it. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> um, I want to go bowl at this. Do you think there's any MAM fam that are jugglers? I hope. Email if, us. If you are, let us know. Or send us a raven or something. I don't know if they <laughs> have an email. Send a signed Fago, please. <laughs> this would be I'll great. Spray it around the room next time we record. This would be a great subject. Or if you open a bowling alley... They called it Lebowski's and made it look yes. just like this place yes. with all the lights and everything, would, the bar. They keep huge. trying to modernize bowling, but why don't they go back to yeah, some of the go, vintage go stuff? Go vintage, yeah. Totally. Serve high lives. <laughs> write, write down your score on a projector. <laughs> yeah. On a transparency. I think it'd be so much more fun. And I hate, I'm, I'm not a smoker and I don't love being around cigarette smoke, but when I go to a bowling alley yes. and it doesn't smell like cigarette yes. smokes, I'm outraged. I agree. <laughs> I, seriously, There's I've certain said that. environments yes. where it yes. should. That's it's the only public place where smoking <laughs> should be legal. Just, and encouraged. And, yeah, yeah. You you should get a pack inside your shoes when yeah. you wear your shoes. That's part of the whole bit. Yeah. Yeah. When you go to these super clean, like these new kind of techie uh-huh. bowling alleys, and they're yeah. like, no smoking. You're like, well, what are we even doing here? <laughs> <laughs> At least let me vape. Gosh. Yeah, yeah. I would have a strict no vaping policy. <laughs> but, but smoking. Marlboro Reds, we are yeah. free. Yeah. We have a free cigarette machine. Right. Bookie strikes right over there. Mm-hmm. No. No, this is uh this is such a classic. It's just a fun one to sit around like we are with your buddies and mm-hmm. quote and talk about. It's a meaningless movie, but it has a lot of meaning to like I don't know, to to just like our generation of guys, right? I mean it's just like sort of a meaningful movie in a weird way, even though it's it shouldn't. It's it's a completely kind of frothy, mm-hmm. silly mystery. Mm-hmm. But there's something inherently artistic about it in the in in how smart the screenplay is and how well shot it is and how great these performances are. And it's a bummer. I don't did either of them get nominated? No, Goodman nope. or that's such a no, shame. No, no, Goodman didn't get an yeah. nomination. Good, yeah, the, in, if this movie's made now, Goodman probably wins. Cool. Supporting yeah. actor, it's such yeah. a meaty part, but I don't think yeah. we. That was still like no com- comedies at all yep. ever for anything. Yep. It was nominated for best picture by the Dallas Fort Worth Film Critics Association. That's right. So we did it. Yeah, we did it, guys. We, yes, we, as we should have. <laughs> well, anyway, all right. Let's do let's do grades. I'll start with myself. A plus, man. One of the one of my favorite movies ever. I don't know if it's in my top 10 of all time, but it's probably in my top 10. Like I put it to you this way. I have like nine Blu-rays. This is one of them. Right. I, you know, yeah. I'll always own this movie on some, some capacity. Right. Uh, Brian, what about you? It's an A plus for me too. I think it's their, I think it's their third best movie behind no country for old men and, uh, and Fargo, but I could, I could jump it above Fargo probably if I, if I, if I had to. Kent is lunging at you. I know. <laughs> but also, it is their most, I think is their most rewatchable movie. And, oh, yeah. And the most, maybe the most enjoyable. Like, I don't, I'm not keen, super keen on like seeing, oh, it's it's a nice Sunday afternoon. I'm going to sit here and mm-hmm. watch No Country for Old Men. Um, <laughs> this, this but Lebowski, totally. I mean, it has. Oh, the, yeah. Like, I, 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 try, I watch this at least once a year. Sorry. Uh, Kent, how about you? This is some great. Uh, yes. With the cameras inside yeah. the ball, that's some yeah. great that's uh, Roger Deakins yeah. uh, work there. Um, I give this an A+. The thing about the Coens, they're my favorite directors. I've made that very yeah. clear on the show. Um, Fargo's my number one. I could make an argument to put 
three Cohen movies in my top ten. Yeah. Sure. I just felt like I should only represent them with one yeah. movie. Yeah. With this you. is it, and it's number one. Um, I think it's super strong, super rewatchable. Um, Postal. Maybe so, the most random Coen Brothers movie because you, yeah. you see with this it's and with there. Raising Arizona, like they yeah. could do straight comedies if they wanted yes. to. Mm-hmm. But the fact that they do what they do now is right. they just do whatever interests them. I understand that. Gosh, those jellies are so awesome. <laughs> incredible. Jeff Bridges should have should have been nominated for this too as well. Yeah, he's no. just so good. Um, and he he can kind of adopt. I mean, imagine him. How many people come up to him? He owns with it, the dude. I mean, yeah, he loves yeah, yeah. it. He loves it. I mean, I think, yeah, whenever, uh, I don't remember when, uh, when was it when Goodman was getting his walk of fame or something? He showed up as the dude or was it vice versa? Sounds from, yeah. There was some Hollywood thing where one of them showed up as the character and made the other one really happy. <laughs> like, they just both love it still, which is awesome. Remember those car phones? Gosh. I do. It's super, but, it, it, we talked about this a little before, it's so great that this movie was made in 97, it came out in 98, yeah. and it takes place in 1992, for no real reason <laughs> other than yes. some Gulf War stuff. Yeah, they wanted that one line, basically. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And everything is, is, if you notice, they went through pains to like... Yeah, yeah, they made it. They made it. it <laughs> Walter's fatigue. It's, it's not anachronistic. He's so it's the ringer, man. The whites. He, uh... <laughs> his, Del Taco... He, uh, Walter's very, in the scene, in the fatigues, very Steve Bannon chic. That, there he is, look at that. Beautiful. Only a couple layers. <laughs> I know, but the jacket. All right, so A's, A plus from both of you? Yeah, I, yeah. I get a it plus an A, an a plus and it's it, Look, if you're, if you're, if, if you've never seen this and you're just listening to us and mindlessly go to, check this movie out, man. Especially if you're, if you're, uh, if you are, love a great comedy, this is such a, it's such a great Lesson in screenwriting and writing and dialogue and acting. It's 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 more the the total is is more than the sum. The sum is more than the parts or what you know whatever that expression mm. is. We're on like episode nine. Yeah, it, so. yeah. But uh, it's it it all of it is silly and it kind of creates something beautiful while never losing its silliness. Sure. Yeah. And it's absurd. It becomes absurd and mm-hmm. and really beautiful and a great a great film. This is also Richard to your point. This is a great intro to dark comedies. Yes. comedies that aren't the. Adam Sandler, yes. tor- no, normal, what you would see in the theater types of comedy movies, that, the Kevin Hart movies that come out. Yep. Mm-hmm. This is a great intro to a different genre of comedy. A little more highbrow. A little more highbrow. And this will, is a great intro to some of the Noah Baumbach stuff or yeah. Wes Anderson or, or those, those totally. types of movies that if you don't understand that, this is a great starting sure. point. For sure. That. Completely agree. It's very cool. accessible. Anyway, Kent, yep. where can I find you on social meds? Find me on the Twitter, Kent Garrison. And uh, I'll follow you on there, too. No, you won't. You won't follow me. I, I, I promise. You don't I even will. follow us. That's oh. true. Well, <laughs> Brian, everyone knows why. <laughs> Brian, where can, where can I, I slide in those DMs to me? <laughs> Brian, where can I find you? you? You can find me on the Twitter, Beagle12. You can find my writing at madaboutmoviespodcast.com and the Mad About Movies Podcast newsletter. Richard, where can we find you? You can find me on all the social media in the world at Richard Barden, B-A-R-D-O-N. You can find my writing at madaboutmoviespodcast.com or the Mad yeah, About Movies yeah. Podcast newsletter. You can find the show at Mad About Movies on Twitter, uh, the Mad About Movies Podcast.com, or on Instagram, or everywhere. Head over to Mad About Movies Podcast.com slash VIP to sign up for the VIP feed that this is a little, little preview of. We've got some awesome content coming up there all year. We've got some AMAs coming, some chats, yeah. some extra episodes, some goodie bags. We've got all kinds of fun stuff, so sign up for that. Hit Mad About Movies Podcast.com slash newsletter if you want a monthly email newsletter from us. 
uh, with some fun articles and stuff like that. So, for Brian, for Kent, I'm Richard. Also, for the dude and Walter, we will see you at the bowling alley. Hey, baby, I hear the blues are calling. Toss salads and scrambled eggs. And maybe I seem a bit confused. Yeah, maybe, but I've got you pegged. <laughs> but I don't know what to do with those toss salads and scrambled eggs. And again, scrambled eggs all over my face. They're making me ya ya, the salads and scrambled eggs. They're calling again.